Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show Toys, movies, comics, and so much more The Riley and Kimmy Show And the more that you listen, the more that you'll know The Riley and Kimmy Show The Streets of San Francisco A Quinn Martin production Starring Carl Malden. Also starring... Jeremy! I got one name! Jeremy! Tonight's episode, Mr. Nobody. And that's who I am right here. I am Mr. Nobody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi there. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Welcome to episode 907 of the Riley and Kimmy Show. I am the villain of the story. That I am. I am the villain of this story and every single one. You can find out more right on our website right now, RileyandKimmy.com. We have archived episodes available for your listening pleasure or torture. Also, video interviews and so much more, including links to social media where you can stay connected with us, find out where we are next, and all kinds of things like that. You can find that right at our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And right next to me is Kimmy. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. How are you? I'm better. That's good. Glad you're part of 907 here. I actually scared you before coming into the studio, did I not? Yes, you did. And shall I share why? Sure. Well... Uh, there was a, a darkened hallway going to the Riley and Kimmy show studio and Kimmy was a little bit late coming to the studio. I'm like, where did she go? I, I awakened her from a big dog nap ahead of time and I had my cell phone lighting up my pathway because there were some fur kids sleeping from here and there and some feathered kids and, and whatnot. Didn't want to wake them up. And Kimmy and I encountered each other in the hallway and she you did like a scream from Halloween on me or from, from Fright Night or something. I mean, you gave out a, a little shriek. Yeah, a little bit. And why did you give out that shriek, Kimmy? Because I did did I? Because I, it was darkened and your uh, cell phone was lighting up your shirt, which happened to have a, a, a big old skull face on it. You know, I didn't realize that either. And or was that death? Uh, actually, that is Thanatos. Yeah. Right there. That is, nice. <laughs> that is Thanatos uh, that I am wearing. A big, you know, Thanatos thing. And and you and I didn't. And I saw a reflection in one of the uh, giant posters I have of the shirt being, you know, the glass in the frame. Yeah. Yeah. You it, saw the reflection. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could get mm-hmm. a picture of that. It was pretty nice. I I didn't mean to scare you, but did that cause the heart to race a little bit and cause you to wake up even more? No. Oh. Yeah, thanks. So that's, you know, yeah. maybe we should do this. No, I don't think so. I, I think this could be a good idea. A, no, good, no, no, a no. good way to wake that's up. That's okay. I like it. It could be a good way to wake up Kimmy. What do you think? Hmm. You don't you don't like Mm-mm. the idea. Mm-mm. Okay, well, I, um, all right. We'll, we'll try to behave, all right? Coming up, we'll have a chance for Kimmy to uh, see how she does with nerd and geek trivia. If she is calmed down enough, if her heart rate is, you know, slowed down enough, 
and you can participate in the game. Can you, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. It's on the way. But first of all... There are still a few things that you don't know about me. That's right. Like he's going to be in Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. Real soon. Stephen Amell coming mm-hmm. to Orlando, a big event uh, that is going to help a cause. And this was announced oh, shortly before sitting down for episode 907. It's kind of a... Uh, it's now uh, kind of uh, spreading around, like, you know, everybody's like, wow, can't believe it. Well, he's going to be here, Stephen Amell of Arrow and mm-hmm. other members of Arrow. What is going on? When's this happening? I know it's in Orlando, Florida. When? Well, yeah, the Fan Fest Orlando is going to bolster one Orlando fund. And, um, in fact, stars from The Walking Dead, from Arrow and The Flash, will meet for Fan Fest Orlando in September to raise funds for One Orlando Fund and help victims of the Pulse shooting. The stars are going to include Stephen Amell, Lauren Cohen, David Ramsey, Chandler Riggs, Emily Kennery, Josh McDermott, and quite a few more names and more to come as well. Um, so they've just announced this September 17th event is going to be at the Orange County Convention Center and it will combine Heroes and Villains Fan Fest and Walker Stalker Con. The hours are going to be from 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. and tickets are going to range from 55 general admission to up increments all the way up to $800 for the Platinum VIP experience. Um, tickets are available at fanfest.com slash Orlando. James Frazier is the one who created and runs Heroes and Villains and Walker Stalker. He's behind the new event. He said he grew up in Orlando, graduated from high school from there, got married there, had four children there. So he said last week his heart was broken by the senseless tragedy, and he wondered what he could do to help. So uh, this September he is going to raise money and to help um help those that were impacted by that the celebrities are going to meet fans take photos and sign autographs and uh fraser stressed that 100 percent of the profits from the ticket sales autographs professional photo ops and vendor sales will be going to one orlando fund okay we'll have a link to that right on our website do you do have a link right kimmy mm-hmm. all right we'll have that right on our website rightlyandkimmy.com and then there's somebody else that's getting uh, behind the cause, and that is Spooky Empire. They announced early on Monday, actually in the afternoon, that Spooky Empire will be helping. They're going to be supporting Orlando, and you can help as well. You can help the victims of the Pulse nightclub attack and their families. What they're doing is they have a T-shirt that they're selling, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this T-shirt? Yes, I have. It, it's cool. Yeah, it's way cool. 100% of the proceeds for this uh, shirt go directly to one Orlando fund to support the victims and their families. And we have more information available. How you can order that T-shirt, please help support. You can do that by going right to our website. Find a link right for it at RileyandKimmy.com. Have you ordered your T-shirt yet, Kimmy? Not yet. Are you ordering your T-shirt, Kimmy? I think so. think so. Do so. All right? Mm -hmm. And we have more information available right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. It's a Tuesday, and I have a question for Kimmy. Are you ready to play Nerdy and Geek Trivia? Oh, yes. All right, it's time for Nerd and Geek Trivia. We ask Kimmy Samoa some pop culture questions. If she gets more of them right than wrong, she wins herself some pocket lint. That's right, and that pocket lint she is using to make some kind of creature that's going to make its debut in, uh, let's see, October at Spooky Empire at their big event, October 7th, 8th, and 9th at the Orange County Convention Center. 
Uh, any idea what that creature is you're you're making? Uh, do you have an idea of gender? Mm-mm. Uh, so who knows what Kimmy's creation will be? So let's see if she gets some pocket lint on this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Now, Kimmy, this person having a birthday today. Let's see if you can identify who they are from a classic role they did. I don't know if you ever watched them in this TV show. I know you watched them in another one, but we're going to play the one that they were known for first. Are you ready for your clue? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see if you can identify. I, I know you know the actor. It's one of those, though, I'm not so certain you'll know the name, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Here is your audio clue. You fools. All right, Gibby, do you know who that actor is? No idea. That is from Get Smart, but he's known for this TV show. A love promises something for All right, Gibby, do you know who that actor is now? Bernie Coppell? You got it right. Bernie Coppell is having a birthday today. How old is the doc from The Love Boat and also that bad guy from Get Smart? Oh, 71. He is 83 years old today. Oh, okay. I met Mr. Coppell a number of years ago. He was at a dinner theater, at, actually in a barn. Okay. This place had a, and I, I won't identify where it is to give them a plug, but it was it was way up north. And mm-hmm. they actually had a dinner theater in a I mean, we're talking a tiny town in between some very big communities, but there was like nothing around for 15 miles in a radius, and in a cornfield was a barn that was turned into a theater. Hmm. And Bernie was one of the people that was there for a period of time, and our radio station did some things with that event, and I got to interview him and meet him, one of the nicest human beings you could ever meet. Okay. Bernie Coppell, having a birthday today, age of 83. You know, somebody was... They brought in some TV actors of the 60s or late 60s and 70s there. Great stories of a lot of them. Some of them didn't last very long in the barn. They would walk. Mm. They didn't like performing in the barn. Mm. One of them uh, from Happy Days. Okay. You know which one? I think I remember you saying. Okay. Write it down. Which one do you think? Yeah. You did remember. It Mm -hmm. was that one. Ask me about that sometime. If you're curious what Kimmy wrote down, you can ask me at our... Next upcoming event, I'll reveal it if you're right or wrong. Next person is having a birthday. Matter of fact, two of the stars from this TV show have birthdays on the same day. Oh. You know the TV show, but do you know the theme from the TV show is a question. Let's see if you can identify the TV show first, okay? Here is your audio clue. I bet we've been together for a million years. And I bet we'll be together for a million more. All right, Kimmy, I think you know the name of that. I don't know how you do. I could not have identified that for the life of me. What Family Ties. <laughs> you you obviously watched it. Can you just uh, – who – what two are having a birthday today? Oh, let's say Michael J. Fox. No. No. Mm, Meredith Baxter Bernie? Or... She, she's one of them. Meredith Baxter is one of them. Yeah, she's not a Bernie anymore. She's, is she? No, we don't go down that path. She's a, she's Sorry, a, she's, Meredith. She's a Meredith Baxter. And who's the other one? Tina Yothers? No, it's the person, <laughs> it's the person who played the dad. Can you name him? Mm, who played dad? Mm, who? Can't do it. Michael Gross played dad. Ah. Now, Meredith Baxter Bernie is having a birthday. How old not is Bernie. she? Meredith Baxter. Why'd you do that to me? So you put it in my head. Meredith Baxter. She's getting mad. Yeah, she might. I don't blame her, actually, if you understand why that Bernie's not there, okay? Okay. All right. I apologize. Meredith Baxter having a birthday today. How old is Meredith Baxter 68. today? 
Very close, Kimmy. She is 69. I don't know if we should give you any any of that. Should we give you that? I don't know. That's pretty close. Anything? Okay, tell me the TV show she was on for a, an extended period of time before Family Ties. Oh. Oh, you can do it. I know you watched it all the time. Hmm. Mm-mm. Had Christy McNichol in it. Come on, that's your clue. Family? That's right. She was oh, part of, she was a sister. That's right. She was part of Family on ABC oh. from 1976 to 1980. And then she moved to Family Ties, which ran from when to when? Oh, boy. 86 to 92? It ran from 1982 to 1989. Okay. And it was on NBC. Now, Michael Gross, we can't forget him. No. Uh, Michael Gross, who played the dad on the show, played Stephen Keaton. How old is Michael Gross today? Um, 67. He's 69. They have the same birthday. Wow, exact same birthday. They have the exact same birthday. Mm. Whoa! Even the same year. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I wonder if they're twins. That's possible, right? Could be. Hmm. That's kind of weird. That is weird. I wonder how that happened on the set. I bet that was fun. I, you know, I feel gypped. Think about it. Two birthdays on the same... <laughs> You'd be sure your birthday was somebody. That's pretty cool, though. I It could be. Mm. As long as you got along on the set, I guess it would be. Mm. Okay, Kathy Matea, I think you might have met her at one time at an event with me a long time ago. Country singer. She's having a birthday today. She's 57. She plays crazy quite well. Juliette Lewis having a birthday today. How old is actress and singer Juliette Lewis? 45. Wow. I just can't picture her at the age she is. To me, she's a lot younger. She's 43. She's frozen in time in my head, you mm-hmm. know, at, at a certain age. All right, Kimmy, this person's having a birthday today. Identify who it is with this audio clue. It is so easy. We take away pocket lint to all of it if you don't get it. You ready? Mm-hmm. Not the character, the actor. Who is this? I look around. You know what I see? Losers. All right, who is that? Uh-oh. I don't know. Kimmy, you saw the movie that he was in. Many times. You don't know who that is. No. Let me give you another clue. He's with somebody else in this next clue, all right? Since I didn't expect you to do this, let's see if I can do it real quick here, all right? He will be with somebody else in this next clue, not uh, himself, just himself. There'll be two of them, okay? You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Here we go. Let's get the other clue. Here we go. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have part of a plan. All right, who is that has a plan? Um, what, very big movie, one of the biggest movies. Right, of I know, all time. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right, Guardians of the Galaxy. He played Star Lord, and his name is Chris Pratt. That's right, Kimmy. I thought this would be. Am I taking away your pocket lint? All of it? I I don't know, Kimmy. Chris Pratt having a birthday today. Wow, I thought that'd been easier for her than it was. Anyhow, how old is Chris Pratt today, Kimmy? He, he's His voice isn't that recognizable. Oh, it I'm... is to me, and it is to everybody else that was shouting it out to you. They're going, Kimmy, it's Chris Pratt. His voice isn't that They distinct. were, they were, you were being yelled at. That's okay, calm down. We, she'll redeem herself here. How old is Chris Pratt today, Kimmy? Now, I'm going to give you a chance here, Kimmy. 
How old? 31. Oh, no, no I'm, I'm going to wait a minute. Before you answer that, I want you to think. I'm not going to hear that, okay? I want you to answer this correct because you can get all your pocket lint back. 37. You think he's 37? Yeah. That, that's what your final answer is. 37 or 31, Kimmy? 37. Kimmy gets her pocket lint all back. There you go. You redeemed yourself. Congratulations, Kimmy. Wow. He doesn't have a distinct enough voice. Okay, Kimmy, moving on. Having a birthday today. Jane Russell, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. That's an actress, right? Mm-hmm. Can you give me what year Jane Russell passed away? She was born on this date in history. Give me, and, and within, I'm going to give you 20 years that she passed. 75. Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, we'll make it a little more than that. Uh, we'll give you 30 years. Okay, she died in 2011. Oh. At the age of 89. She started more than 20 films throughout her career. I guarantee if you uh, see the one with her and Bob Mitchum, uh, you will see her in a different light. Outlaws, the one that really got her to be a, a pinup. Uh, but I, I, I love her with uh, Bob Mitchum. Fantastic work. I thought we'd go back in time right now and celebrate her birthday with the golden age of radio. Radio was So Riley and Kimmy show anytime we can go back in time to the golden age of radio, old time radio, OTR as it's called to those collectors. We do that and we focus on various types of golden age of radio, not just things around science fiction, fantasy or comic books. There are tons of those and we have examples of those from time to time. We also deal with the dramas and detective shows and the comedies. And we have one right now with Jane Russell. It's an actual radio adaptation of a film she did with Bob Hope. Now, here's the, the real fun part. They're both together in this. This is not the audio lifted from the movie. This is an actual radio adaptation with radio sound effects and more uh, more ear candy, if you will. And it moves a little faster than a movie because they condense it down. And this is a comedy, a lighthearted adaptation of the Bob Hope, Jane Russell film called The Pale Face. And this is from March 3rd, 1950. Happy birthday to Jane Russell as we remember her on the Riley and Kimmy Show. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television, proudly presents... Screen Director's Playhouse, stars Bob Hope, Jane Russell, production The Pale Face, director Norman MacLeod. The Hollywood Screen Directors present The Reason the West Went Wild. The motion picture comedy, The Pale Face, starring Bob Hope and Jane Russell in their original roles of Painless Peter Potter and Calamity Jane. It's the Old West. The rootin', tootin', shootin' Old West. And there's trouble in the Indian country. Thousands of settlers are in danger because a band of renegade whites is smuggling rifles and dynamite to the Indians. In desperation, the governor has sent for the one person who might seek out the ringleaders, the famous two-gun frontier gal, Calamity Jane. 
Jane, in, the, in here, the back way. The governor's mansion. First time I ever walked in here of my own free will, with my guns on. Uh, Jane, have you ever heard of a man named Preston? Well, we think he's heading up a gang that's smuggling guns and dynamite to the Indians. Well, why don't you stop him? We can't. Every agent we've sent out has been murdered. Help us and the government will show its gratitude by freeing you of all charges. Well, why pick on me? Because you're the best shot in the country. Uh, suppose I take your offer. There's a wagon train going west to Indian country from Deerfield. You'll join it. You must disguise yourself. And it's important that you get yourself a husband, too. A husband? Why? Well, Jane, it's secrecy we want. As man and wife, you'll be lost in the crowd. You leave for Fort Deerfield on the next stage. So, Calamity Jane in disguise heads for Fort Deerfield to get her man. But somebody else in Fort Deerfield gets his man, too. It's painless Peter Potter, the dentist. Yes, sir, this will be the first tooth I ever pulled in Fort Deerfield. You ever pulled him anywhere else? Why, of course, my friend. Can't you see my sign? Painless Peter Potter. I pull teeth without pain. They wouldn't let me play this part till I left Pepsi. <laughs> now, if you'll open wide. Now, just remember this gun on my lap while you're looking. You see, it's this one right here, right next to the... Ah, please, no coaching from the audience, please. <laughs> now, let me see. The book says one can detect an ailing tooth by the dull sound it makes when struck lightly by a hammer. Hmm, sounds logical. Let's give it a try. There's the little doll now. <laughs> now for the gas. What gas? Laughing gas. I always use it on my patients. Kind of wish I'd use it on the audience here, too. <laughs> Is this stuff safe? Safest thing in the world. Would you mind paying me now? Laughing gas. Well, it better be good. I'm warning you, Doc. Oh, don't be silly. It's harmless. Look, I'll take some myself. You see? Nothing happens. <laughs> well, all right. Let's get it over with. Oh, that's fine. Will you join me? Breathe deeply now. Go ahead, Doc. <laughs> Open wide now, steady Steady now <laughs> That is your tooth, I think Just look at that Hey, I struck gold Oh, gold <laughs> That's my inlay You <laughs> You pulled the wrong tooth <laughs> What do you know? You've got a hole in your head. <laughs> I ought to put one in yours with a bullet. <laughs> I laugh so loud. You sound like Milton Burrow's mother. What's the matter with you? Coyote, I'll give you 15 minutes to get out of town. Last town, I got 20 minutes. <laughs> Come on, horses, move. You're slowing down. Okay, move over, mister. Oh, charmed, I'm sure. The name is Painless. Say, how did you get on my wagon? I climbed over your tailboard. Please, this program goes through Pasadena. 
I'll take those reins. Oh, sure, dear. I'm at your disposal. Oh, oh there, boys. Steady, steady. Come on around now. I got to join that wagon train. The wagon train's heading for Indian country. Well, you're not afraid of Indians, are you? Are you kidding? I lost my scalp on them last year. Cleveland tribe. Give me those... <laughs> Give me those reins. I'm heading back home. Oh, now, make up your mind, kid. You going with me? Mister, you got yourself a traveling companion. <laughs> What's your horse so excited about? That wasn't the horse. That was me. <laughs> well, do we keep traveling? Yeah, keep traveling. Keep them lips coming in the same direction. Closer. Hey, what have you got your gun in your hand for? Well, this? What's well, in case somebody tries to interrupt us? Oh, okay. I'm puckering up. Kiss me. Can you kiss? Bye. Well, it's too bad I had to slug you, son, but I got to join that wagon train. Look for some goof dumb enough for me to marry. Jane, kiss me again. A Dang. dumb goof. Bye. Painless. Hey, Painless, Painless, wake up. Wake up. You're just the man I was hoping to meet. Bye. Bye. You know, there's something about you that appeals to me. Bye. Bye. Wake up, dummy. We're going to get married. You can tell this is a fantasy, can't you? <laughs> well, we got married just in time. That wagon train's all ready to start. Don't forget, Painless, you promised to love, honor, and protect me. Yeah, let's do it in the order named, huh? Folks, folks, now we're going to start moving. Everybody follow the wagon ahead of them. Don't want nobody taking a wrong turn because we're in Indian country. Indian country? Look, Jane, do we have to go? Now, darling, listen, you were going to kiss me, remember? Yeah, yeah it's my scalp versus your kisses. Come on, kiss me. Now. Just call me Baldy. <laughs> Where your friends don't tote a gun My bones denounce The buckboard bounce And the cat just hurts my toes Let's vamoose Where gals keep using those Silks and satins and linen that shows And you're all mine in buttons and bows Is that an opinion? <laughs> Shh, quiet, Crosby, quiet. <laughs> Can't you see she's sleeping? Not anymore, I'm not. You just woke me up. Anyway, I better stay awake and... Hey, it's night. Where's the wagon ahead of us? Wagon? Ahead of us? Tarnation, you lost the wagon train. I did not lose the wagon train. They lost me. <laughs> now we're in for it, stupid. Alone in the Indian country. You're not alone. I'm here. How can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jane, there's a black house. Whoa, boy. Well, I guess we can spend the night there. Let's go. Hey, wait for me. Gee, the two of us alone in our own little blockhouse. That's what I get for marrying a blockhead. <laughs> Look, the door is open. 
Come, my bride, I'll lift you across the threshold. Just a... Well? No wonder Alvin Barkley waited so long. Oh, here we are, alone at last. Uh, Painless, would you get me a drink of cold water, please? Yeah, well, for... Water? Cold? Cold water. <laughs> well, that adds up. Now, let me see. All right, I'll go, but if I'm not back in three minutes, you know I fell down the well. <laughs> Maybe he'll be here in three minutes, but I won't. I'm going out and sleep in that wagon. Sounds like Arthur Godfrey's backyard. Payless, what are you doing? Oh, I'm out here by the well shaving. Hmm. I cut myself. Shaving too close. <laughs> I'm certainly a nervous wreck. I'd better... Well, look what's here, an arrow. I wonder who shot it. Well, that shouldn't be too hard to figure. Who shoots arrows? Cupid? No, it couldn't be Cupid. William Tao? No, that's silly. Indian. Yeah. Indian? Indian! Hey! Hey, open up! Hey! Open here! I can't! I don't! I don't dast open that door! I don't dast! You better dast to rob me dice! Hey, Jane! Jane, you're hitting me with arrows! Where? I don't like to say, but if I cut my suspenders, my pants will stay up. Open <laughs> No, it's too late. I can't. Honey, you're too young to be a widow. Listen, I'm throwing a couple of guns out there for you. You grab them and take care of yourself. All Get right. some cover. Get in that barrel. Wait a minute. That's a pickle barrel. I can end up with marinated hips. Wait a minute. <laughs> guns, here they are. Get in the barrel. There. There you are. Hiya, bud. What's new? <clears throat> Gotta get a hold of myself. Imagine talking to a pickle. <laughs> Shoot. How do you do it? Guns? Guns? I hope they're loaded. I wish I was, too. Darn it, why didn't I pay attention during those Hopalong Cassidy pictures? <laughs> they're rushing us, painless. Oh, they're attacking. Boy, if these were water pistols, I'd drown them to death. <laughs> Might as well shut my eyes and shoot. <laughs> hey, I got one. Let's try that again. <laughs> this is more fun than canasta. <laughs> All right, Redskin, painless Peter Potter has the range. Take this. You know, three Indians with one bullet, huh? <laughs> Shoot arrows at me, will you? <laughs> that thinned them out. Here comes the last one. Boy, gun's empty. <laughs> you must have scared him to death. <laughs> Jane, we just ran out of Indians. I'm getting out of the barrel. Painless, are you all right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm a little weary of it all. Killing 19 Indians before breakfast. You killed 19 Indians. Count them. But it was me who hey, shot them. Hey, what's been going on here? Well, painless luck, it's the wagon train. We heard the shooting and turned back, and I... Yeah, holy smoke. Look at all them dead Indians. Hey, everybody, come here, come here. Where? Come running. Brother, I gotta shake your hand. Just hang on to mine. It'll shake for both of us. <laughs> painless, why didn't you tell me you were so brave? Well, I couldn't. I was up to my neck in that pickle barrel. I had cold dills running up and down my spine. Uh, yep, 
Pop, we'd have been a goners without you drawing off all them redskins. Hey, you're a hero, Kane. Speed, speed. Well, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I'd like to say a few words. Let's get out of here before those redskins get back. Those are the words. Come on. listening to the Screen Directors Playhouse production of The Pale Face, starring Bob Hope and Jane Russell, and presented by RCA Victor. In 1850, the accepted symbol of the happy American home was a fireplace. In 1950, it's an RCA Victor television set. If that symbol hasn't yet become a reality in your home, it may be because you don't realize how RCA Victor has brought down the price of quality television this year. Take just one of their new 1950 16-inch consoles, the TC-167, which is yours for about $400. Its cabinet is so superb you wouldn't be surprised if the price tag applied to it alone. Yet inside, at a mere flick of a switch, the whole television world rolls towards you with a brilliance of sight and sound which only the world leader in electronics can achieve. See all the new television models at your RCA Victor dealers. Every one of them bears the unmistakable touch of the master hand. Everyone goes to your home with a time of your life guarantee. Now, back to the Screen Director's Playhouse production, The Pale Face, starring Bob Hope and Jane Russell in their original roles of painless Peter Potter and Calamity Jane. Well, the shooting's over, for the moment at least. Payless and Jane have rejoined the wagon train and moved on triumphantly to Buffalo Flats. And, of course, Payless is still unaware that his wife is none other than two-gun calamity Jane, a government agent tracking down a gunrunner named Preston. In the saloon at Buffalo Flats, all is gaiety, and our dauntless dentist is the hero of the hour. Okay, set him up. Everybody in the house. This here's another round on me. Bartender, bartender. Celery tonic for everybody. Oh, Mr. Painless, you're wonderful. I sure would be proud to claim you for a friend. I should say not. I'm a married man. But keep after me, though. Underneath it all, I'm a cad. (laughs) Bartender, where are those drinks? See what the boys in the back room will have. Partner, nobody bothers the boys in the back room. They're talking business. All right, Jeff, we won't be disturbed back here. I'm listening, Mr. Preston. Now, we've got word that the governor has sent another agent snooping around. It's supposed to be a dead shot. What's his name? Well, from the looks of things, I'd say his name was Painless Potter. Oh, so that painless dentist have that just a front, huh? Yeah, we'll put him away, all right. Hey, what about the dynamite? I brought it up in the wagon. Okay, leave it there. What are you going to do about that dentist, Mr. Preston? Now, listen. Yellow Feather's waiting on the edge of town. Go tell him to send me six of his braves. Here it is, Janie, our own private room. We're all set, honey. Room and running water. They got a guy who'll run for it. No. No payments. It wouldn't be fair. Sure it's fair. They give him a good salary. Three dollars a week and all he can drink. (laughs) Darling, you're just too modest to understand. You're a hero. A man apart. Yeah, but I can get it all back together with Scott's tape. (laughs) Look outside there, dear. Yeah? 
Once that was a forest. Yeah. Then it became a trail. Yeah. Then a town. And someday it'll be a city. Yeah, that's what I like, progress. And I'm not making any. <laughs> Wait a minute, please. It'll be a city, darling, with the statue of a great man. Yeah. And do you know whose statue it'll be? Yeah, the guy who invented girls. <laughs> Wait, Pins. It'll be a statue of Painless Potter. Huh? Yes, sir, and under the statue it'll say, Painless Potter, the intrepid hero who saved an entire wagon train by killing 19 Indians. Nineteen and a half. There was a midget in there someplace. Well, you're a hero now. You belong to the people. Our marriage won't work, Painless. We're through. The game is over. Over? I never got past scrimmage. <laughs> Just over, that's all. Oh, this is great, great. I give up my career, take you out here in a wagon train, save your life by killing 23 Indians, and now you want to get rid of me. Painless, I'm not the only girl. Believe me, there are other fish in the sea. Yeah, and I'm going out and cast some bait. <laughs> hey, maybe I should have kissed her goodbye. What do you know, even thinking about it? Hey, Mace, keep tough strong. Papado, take pale face to Chief Yellow Feather now. Payless, was that you? Did you... Oh! Take him, squad, too. Quick, go see Chief. Boy, the accommodation this Indian camp is sure crummy. Why didn't we ask for the bridal TP? Painless, listen, we're in trouble. Bad trouble. Yeah, I don't understand why these guys are so mad at me. I guess it's time you did know, Painless. You're in this mess because a renegade named Preston mistook you for somebody else. Who? Me. <laughs> are you kidding? Painless, I'm not what you think I am. Well, you're Jane, my wife. I'm Calamity Jane. Yeah, well, that's a pretty nickname. You, Calamity Jane? The two-gun outlaw? Not anymore, Painless. The governor said that he'd clear me if I tracked down Preston. I'm a federal agent. And you were mistaken for me because they thought you killed all those Indians. Then it wasn't me shot all them Indians? No. Not even one? No. I shot them all. And any minute I could have been killed? Yes. Neither. Selling a lot of Pontiacs today. <laughs> Me, a hero. Ha. I bet I sure have been handing you a laugh. I'll tell you what they ought to write on that statue. Painless Potter, poop head of the Pecos. Painless. What now? There's one more thing I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you that I love you. This another laugh? No, Painless. I think you're the kindest, bravest man I ever knew. We gotta get out of here. How? That's what I'm wondering. How? Oh. <laughs> Jane, it's the guard, Wapato. That's our chance. You palaver him. I'll sneak up behind him and conk him. Go ahead. Wapato. What White Squaw want? White Squaw want talk with Indian Brave. White Squaw like big, strong men. Uh, Wapato big, uh, strong. Uh, Wapato weak when White Squaw talk. <laughs> Boy, can I kiss. <laughs> Come on, Jane. 
I'll take his knife and cut the back of the teepee. Let's go. Hey, Miss, look, a wagon and some horses. Come on, we gotta get out of here. We'll never make it without guns. There might be some in the wagon. I'll take a look. Hey, and I'll unhitch the horses. Gee, it's awful dark in here. Can't see a thing. I better light a match. Nope, no guns, nothing but a lot of barrels. I wonder what's in them. Candles. Ain't logical, candles. Why should they pack them in sawdust? I wonder what the... Hey, let's drop that match. Do you want them all to see it? There, they've seen us. Yellow feather, they're escaping. Oh, that must be Preston. We'll have to run for it. Come on. I'm coming. Jump with that horse. Hey, wait a minute. That horse's harness is still hitched to the wagon. That's my garter belt. Come on, let's go. Go, boy. They got the horses off the wagon. Get after them. We gotta get them. If they get away, we're all... Wait a minute, the wagon. Something's burning in there. The dynamite, the dynamite! The governor's very grateful, Painless. If those Indians had ever gotten hold of that dynamite, every white settler in the territory would have died. Well, it's all over, dear. Now we can settle down to our honeymoon. Oh, darling, I can't. The governor's got another job for me. Oh, but Jane... The Blackfeet are getting ready to go on the warpath. But... Don't you see? It's my duty, Painless. And this time he wants me to go alone. I'm sorry. Will you kiss me goodbye? <laughs> Darling, how you can kiss. <sighs> sorry I have to use my gun, sister, but this is important. Let Swan Soap take care of the black feet. just heard the last act of The Pale Face. Our stars, Bob Hope and Jane Russell, and our guest screen director, Norman McLeod, will be with us in just a moment. Next Friday, a great dramatic star brings one of his most powerful performances to the screen director's playhouse. Our story is Portrait of Jenny, and recreating his original role will be Joseph Cotton with screen director William Dieterle. Now, here again are tonight's stars, Bob Hope and Jane Russell. Hear that applause? Oh, they loved you, Jane. Oh, thank you, Jimmy, but I wasn't... Oh, now, don't be modest, Jane. When it comes to a really lovable, fresh, talented young star, there's no one in the world to compare with... Hi, everybody. (laughs) Look, Bob, if you don't mind, Jane happens to be one of Hollywood's leading fans for RCA Victor's 45 automatic record changer and records. I was hoping to get her all to myself to discuss them. Well, you were hoping against hope. <laughs> now, Jane, about your 45. I have a 45, too, you know. A portable, if it's intimate detail you want. Why, Bob, my 45 record changes are portable, too. Isn't it the lightest little thing? Even when it's loaded with those ten tiny records. I'll say. When I first picked up my 45, I didn't know it was loaded. You know, Janie... <laughs> If If we should happen to meet on the lot someday, both of us carrying our 45s, we can make beautiful music together. In fact, even without our 45s. What first attracted you to the 45, Jane? Why, Jimmy, the marvelous choice of records. RCA Victor really has the very best of everything on the 45. The classics, the folk songs, the pops. Speaking of pops, I see where RCA Victor has just signed up Margaret Truman. (laughs) 
Forgive me, Margaret. The trouble with Bob is, Jimmy, he's jealous because RCA Victor never asked him to record for them. Yeah, Jimmy, I could make a great 45 record. On one side, I'd revive my first giant song hit, Thanks for the Memory, for people to send in with their income tax checks. <laughs> and on the other side, Bob, you could say thanks to RCA Victor for bringing the finest recorded music within everybody's reach, even kids. You know, the 45 automatic record changer that you plug into a radio costs only $12.95. Yeah, well, even my old dad, Jack Benny, can buy one of those. <laughs> and prices on the 45 records start as low as 46 cents. It's no wonder the 45 is sweeping the country. Get your 45 soon at your RCA Victor dealers. <laughs> Gal, I hear tell we've got us a real live director here tonight. That's right, partner. We got him hogtied, hornswoggled, and ready to be branded. Well, let's run him out here, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, Jane and I want you to meet the director of The Pale Face and the creator of such grand films as Topper and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty and Pennies from Heaven, starring a pooped out prop boy named Crosby. <laughs> Our director, Norman McLeod. Thank you, Jane and Robert. Gee, it must be great to be a director. How'd you start, Norman? Well, I took the university course that I thought would be most helpful in handling actors. What's that? Ichthyology. Ichthyology? Yeah, the study of fish. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think I've just been insulted. <laughs> Well, on the level, Bob, when you get right down to it, what's the difference between fish and actors? Well, the fish get free fish food, you see. <laughs> and fish don't have directors. Yeah, that's where we have it, all over the halibut. <laughs> Both Jane and I know, Norman, that with you calling the shots, we're pretty safe out there in front of the cameras. Thank you, Bob. Imagine a director of fish expert. Now I know where that Crosby picture he made was such a success. <laughs> Good night, Norman, Jane. Good night, Bob. Good night, everyone. A good night to you, Bob Hope, Jane Russell, and Norman McLeod. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.